a thousand generations of Jedi Knights and Guardians Hey, what's up, guys? Christopher Stolley back for another Journal of the Jedi. First and foremost, let me apologize. I'm getting over uh, a cold, uh, so my voice may not be 100%. You may hear me cough here or there. I do apologize. I just got done uh, watching the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the series finale, season finale, uh, still in question. Uh, but I wanted to give my overall impressions of not only the series, but the episode in general. Uh, so consider this your spoiler warning. There will be some heavy spoiler in it. The sad part is, and I will be full despair, uh, transparency, I recorded this episode already. Uh, was a good 20-25 minute episode uh, of me describing the, the, the pros and cons which I will try to reevaluate for you guys because the fact is when I got done and I and I went to edit and put the intros and all that in I realized Jesus Christ I never turned on my microphone <laughs> so I spent 25 minutes talking to the microphone that was not recording so it was a complete silent movie type deal uh I I was kind of embarrassed about it but I had to be fair you know because some of what I may say now may obviously sound rehearsed, and kind of it was because I've already said it. Maybe it'll help me put my thoughts together a little better, but we'll, we'll find out. All right, so you've been warned a spoiler-heavy review. Let's get into it. I'm going to start off with talking about my overall impression of the series. Now that it's done, that it's run its course, you may have realized that I haven't been consistent with doing every episode uh, a review of every episode, and the reason of being is because this, the episodes all felt like unfinished products because of the fact that they were tying into the next episode. So it didn't seem fair to try to judge an episode without knowing the conclusion which would happen on the following episode. You know what I mean? I knew it tied into the next and the next and the next, so that's why I kind of stayed away from reviewing everything as it released and thought I would wait till the end. I did review some things, obviously, because, you know, the return of Darth Vader and the first lightsaber battle and things. Stuff like that, I had to review. I mean, being a Star Wars fan, being a Darth Vader fan, I had to review that. But I couldn't review episode per episode because I don't think I would have given it a fair assessment with not knowing where it was going to go, even though some people may argue that it was very predictable how the series would go. So, here it is. Um, overall, I think the series was fine. And for those that know me <laughs> and know how much of a Star Wars fan I am, I, I, I'm very apologetic to Star Wars in general. Uh Yes, I do see the franchise through nostalgia goggles. Uh, you know, being as old as the franchise itself, I'm just thrilled to have new content and, and to be able to return to this galaxy and this universe and these stories because there's a lot of people out there that can't. You know what I mean? There's people who were fans of the original trilogy who were my age when the original trilogy came out who aren't with us anymore now. They don't get to see any of this stuff, you know. They didn't grow up with the with the extended universe and all the spin-off shows and mo and the 
movies that came out afterwards, like Episode One and Episode Seven, and you know, and and Rebels and Clone Wars and the expanded universe stuff, and now the Marvel comics and the current canon, and so I consider myself just happy and lucky as a Star Wars fan that I have this content. And I mean, I, I'm not so forgiving as to not be able to turn around and say something is bad or something is, is not living up to what I hope of expectations. I can give perfect examples. Star Wars Resistance as an example. Dr. Aphra, which I know I'll get blasted for because a lot of people love Aphra, but I don't. I, I don't at all. Um, have they ruined the Star Wars franchise for me? No. No, not at all. But uh, there, there. I mean, there are things out there that that I just I don't like. But overall, you're right. I probably do have a soft spot in my heart for this franchise enough that I could be apologetic to things where other people maybe not so much. <coughs> With that said, I don't necessarily think that I'm being that apologetic to Obi Wan Kenobi the series. I'll explain why. I'm going to go through the good and the bad of the French of, of this series from my point of view. And from there, you know, um, I'll said my piece. And I would love to hear your guys' piece in the comments section down below. But I'll start off with the good. Um, the first good, Darth Vader. Darth Vader was perfectly portrayed in this series. Uh, just like the hallway scene in Rogue One, we... We got more of seeing Vader as the quintessential boogeyman that he was throughout this franchise in in Legend. Like, what we saw in the original trilogy, yeah, he was a menace and everything else. But we never really got to see why he was so feared. And with the prequel trilogies, we kind of had him more as a sympathetic character. Which, of course, Anakin's a sympathetic character. He was manipulated, you know, and, and controlled and, and forced into this world. And then when he got all fucked up and forced into the uh, iron suit, the iron lug, if you will. He's, you know, his constant suffering and everything else. Of course, he's a sympathetic character. But during episode, between episode 3 and what we get in episode 4... There is a legend that 20 years in between, give or take, where Vader is one of the most feared people in the galaxy. And we never really got to see why until Rogue One with a two-minute hallway scene, which blew my mind. And now we get it in Kenobi and watching him tear down that fucking spaceship and tear shit apart the way he's choking people and, you know, just badassery all around. Vader is really being portrayed well by by Lucasfilm and and the Disney area era of of Star Wars. So I was extremely thrilled with Vader and Vader's performance in this series. The next thing I'm going to give is uh little Luke and little Leia. Um I was critical of little Leia when uh when we first got introduced to her because I'm like, "Ah, she doesn't really look like Carrie Fisher and the boy doesn't really look like Mark Hamill, like a, you know, younger Luke and Leia." I was wrong. And, and not about the looks. They still don't necessarily look like them, but the performances, especially from little Leia, she was Carrie Fisher 120,000%. And I thoroughly enjoyed both the performances of Leia and the little bit we got of Luke. So, my kudos to the kids. They did an excellent job. The 
final big thing from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that I was extremely thrilled with was the performance of Ewan McGregor. I don't care how you feel about this series. Seeing Ewan McGregor step back into the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and not just Obi-Wan, but a war-torn, beaten-down, PTSD-driven Obi-Wan Kenobi who's not sure his his purpose and place in the universe. He knows he has a mission to do, but he's not really sure if he's the guy for it. You know, uh, 10 years of living with the guilt of killing his own friend uh, or believing he killed his own friend and everything else just weighing down on him. The performance of Ewan McGregor was absolutely spot on with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, And throughout this series, I believed a broken down Obi-Wan. And although I do agree with some of the reviewers I watched before I decided to do this episode, I do agree that a lot of his redemption felt rushed because it was a six-part series as opposed to like giving him the time to really do it. At the end of the ep- at the end of this episode, I do feel that Obi-Wan earned his redemption. It may have been shortened because of time constraint, but what he has endured through through this and, and what he has learned through the eyes of like Leia and Luke and all that um and the quintessential being let off the hook that he receives from Vader in their final encounter with each other. I do feel that Obi-Wan has earned his redemption. And I do think Ewan McGregor did an excellent job in, in, in that. Now the bad. Because, you know, there is bad. I don't think this series should have been a series. Or let me, let me qualify it this way. With the content that we received from this series thus far. I would have cut out some of the fluff and, and slower parts. And I would have just made this a movie. A two, two and a half hour movie. I think it would have stood better that way. Or the opposite end of the coin. Instead of six episodes I would have done 12. Or maybe two seasons and drawn it out and spent more time building up what was going on. I think that would have made the series better. Personally, overall, it felt like we had a good story or a good story arc that they wanted to tell, but just not enough time to tell it. You know, and I, I think I think the series suffered from that. Another thing I would have changed, and I'm going to preface with this: Riva, the third sister. I do not hate the, the actress. I know she's taking shit because she's her. Or she's taking shit because she's black. Or whatever the case may be. That's not my opinion of her. I don't have a problem with her race. I don't have a problem with her acting abilities. Although in the beginning of the series, I, I felt she was kind of wooden, kind of flat. Uh, she earned respect from me in this final episode with, with her redemption arc, with the way she sold it. So, I don't even have a problem with her acting. I have a problem with the writing of the character. I think the character had a strong story arc, and they fucked it up. I think they screwed the character of Reva. I thought it was a great idea that she was a youngling who survived Order 66 and and decided to infiltrate the uh, Inquisitors to be able to get close to Vader to try to get revenge for her friends who were dead. Great story arc. 
how they ended her was uh, in in this episode was disgusting, and it, it destroyed anything that could have been from this character. And as a matter of fact, I would have used her differently. I really would have. I, if I didn't kill her in the last episode, which she should have been dead. You see, and instead of having her go chase after Luke because of the recording with Bail Organa, I would have had her following Obi-Wan. And when Obi-Wan and Vader were facing off with each other, which, by the way, was something that really pissed me off, not the lightsaber battle, but the ending, where Obi-Wan and Vader... Basically, Obi-Wan fucks Vader up. They had this really cool dialogue between each other. And then Obi-Wan just walks away and Vader lets him. That's the end of it. I'm sorry. In that standpoint, if you're Obi-Wan Kenobi and you have a chance to destroy the greatest threat in the galaxy, why wouldn't you take it? Why wouldn't you slice Anakin's head off? You already know he's no longer Anakin Skywalker. He's admitted to you that you weren't the one that killed him. He killed himself to become Vader. You knew he was more machine now than man. Why wouldn't you do it yourself? Instead, you just walk away. And Vader lets him. That was a dumb ending to that lightsaber battle. If it were me, I would have had Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting each other. And Reva come in and save Obi-Wan's life and allow him to escape. Sacrificing herself, which would have redeemed her, which is what they were wanting to do with the Luke story arc. And it, it her performance was good, but the reason for it was, eh. I think her sacrificing her life to protect Obi-Wan's escape again would have been a smarter choice. And I think it would have served better for Reva. But that's not what we got. So I don't have a problem with the actress. I have a problem with the story itself. And I hope, I do I do actually hope that we get a little bit more of Reva later on down the line, whether it's a second season of Obi-Wan or maybe her own spinoff or something like that where, where we could spend more time with this character and maybe develop her right and maybe give some meaning to her survival and her, her, her return to the light, for lack of a better term, in this episode. Um, but yeah, overall, that's, that's my impression of it. I mean... With the three live-action Star Wars films that we've had, or not films, but uh, TV series that we've had thus far, The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, of course, Mandalorian is still number one. Like, nobody could touch what the the last couple seasons of of Mandalorian has done. Uh, It's been absolutely phenomenal. But I do think Obi-Wan was better than Book of Boba Fett. I am generally satisfied with it. It uh, it was great to return to the characters from the prequels that we haven't seen in so many years. Uh, Hayden Christensen was fine in it. I know a lot of people gave a shit about the fact, uh, gave a lot of shit because they didn't de-age him. But I think overlooking the fact that he's my age now and looks like me, um, his performance was there. Uh, hearing James Earl's Joyce, vo- uh, Jones's voice still booming through the speakers as Darth Vader is absolutely phenomenal. As I said, Ewan McGregor did not miss a step. And we got cameo appearances from Ian Madrimid as the, uh, as the Emperor and Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn, finally. It was great to step back into this universe uh, and this timeline and see these characters again. 
as I said, it wasn't what I was hoping, but I'm not disappointing pointed that much with what we got. And I mean, I need to watch it a couple uh, the the series a couple more times to really nitpick it apart if I if I wanted to. But I'm going to anyway because it's Star Wars, and I'm just gonna consume whatever they throw at me because it's Star Wars. But guys, what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments section down below. Do you think it was a great series? Do you think there should be more? Uh, how do you feel of the performances and the story arcs? Let me know in the comments section down below. Until then, guys, I will catch you on the next Journal of the Jedi. Until then, may the Force be with you.